Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, the Educated Patriot. Let's dive into this. So, here we are. Two weeks or so away from the end of the year. And I'm going to tell you that this is the last episode of Uncensored News for the 2022 uh, year. Because uh, next week you got Christmas, I'll be out of town, and then you got New Year's and stuff, and I'll be out of town. I just don't have that time between work and everything else that I have to do to do another podcast. And and, and like I always tell y'all, when it's a holiday weekend like this, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, and things like that, I'm not doing a podcast because you need to spend time with your family. You need to appreciate your family. Leave all the politics and all the other bullshit. Leave it alone. Don't bring it into conversation. Enjoy your people, or if you're by yourself, enjoy your rest. Let me worry about all the political stuff. Put it on my shoulder. I'll carry it. I'll happily carry it. But let's get into this uh, podcast episode real quick. Let's start with something recent and go back. I know what everybody wants to talk about. If you've been watching the news or anything, I know exactly what it is that you want to talk about. But I'm going to start on another thing that I saw. Um, they're trying to use the 14th Amendment to basically stop Trump from running into um, running basically into any type of political or public uh, official role. Um, they're trying to blame him basically for the January 9th, uh, January 6th event that had nothing to do with him. I challenge anybody that listens to this podcast or this shared podcast to find me concrete evidence where Trump is standing there orchestrating the event. At the end of his speech, he said, now let's go down and peacefully protest in, at, in front of Congress, basically, the building itself. At no point in time, and I'm paraphrasing of what he said, you know, you know, there's more that, that he said uh, about the actual protest or whatnot, but he said peacefully. Now, if grown-ass men and women march their ass down there and do what they did, causing $5 worth of fucking damage in total, but doing what they did, that's on them. Trump did not direct them to do any of that shit. There is no concrete proof to say the otherwise. See, in this country, you're presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. That's what they tell you. But what they don't tell you, that if you're a conservative, you're a Republican, you're somebody against the woke culture, you're a fucking grown-ass man and a grown-ass woman that take responsibility for what's yours, that don't apply to you. You are guilty until proven innocent. See, they got the shit fucking fucked up and backwards. Because you have spent taxpayer dollars over the course of all these months and all these years, and they still haven't, haven't produced anything. You got Adam Schiff that's saying, oh, wait till December. We're going to come out with, with the big thing before the end of the year. Cricket, cricket. Ain't shit come out yet. Because you don't have anything. You don't have anything at all. Fuck. The man asked for more uh, was it National Guard support because he didn't think that it was enough coverage. The money, the purse, is this, that, that's what Congress controls, that money aspect of things. 
And who's at the head of that, that purse, that money, that bank account? That's Nancy Pelosi. The Speaker of the House is. She denied his request to have more troops. So it was one of those things where if you pay attention to any of that, they're kind of like sweeping this under the rug now, and they're really not really talking too much in the news about the January 6th anymore. Uh, but one thing that you find out is this, that a lot of the people that they found out or pictures that they got of people who were there, FBI agents, uh, other you know, uh, three-letter agency uh, personnel, uh, police officers. They found a lot of people that obviously was there as agitators. And a lot of these people had not even faced a court. They haven't been in the side of a courtroom. They're not charged with anything. It's like they didn't exist. It's like they didn't exist at all. Pardon the voice or whatnot. It's, it's cracking and breaking and stuff. I don't know. Something's with the air and our temperatures are going down to 10 degrees this week. The fuck if I know. But anyway, um, you got a lot of people that were set there to cause anarchy. Or let, let's, let's try to play the devil's advocate. These people were there to deter agitators. These people were there to take pictures if anybody got out of control. These people were planning in for the protection of everybody else. We would love to believe that that was the case. We would love to believe that these people were there to safeguard and protect the American people. And if anybody did get out of control, you got that first line of defense right there to shut it down. But at the end of the day, every individual that went there was responsible for themselves. If they went there and stripped down naked and wanted to protest naked, how is that Trump's fault? If they went there and decided to smoke weed in front of the Capitol, how is that Trump's fault? If they went there and decided to shoot up in front of the Capitol, how is that Trump's fault? He said, let's go down there peacefully and protest. If you go and you have any lawyer to advocate for you in the court of law, the jury would know if I say peacefully protest, it's common sense for those who have common sense that you're just going to go down there and peacefully protest. You see, when you look at civil rights, the movement, the entire civil rights movement and a peaceful protest with, that Dr. King led. You didn't see them go down there with baseball bats, with machetes, uh, uh, big rock smashing windows, flipping over cars, pouring gasoline everywhere, setting everything on fire. You didn't see that. The common sense was peaceful protest. Do not give in to the agitators. So anybody that did any damage... $5 worth of damage to that building. That's on them. That's on them. But it's kind of hard to charge somebody when that is a public, a public accessible building. That building does not belong to Nancy Pelosi. It does not belong to the federal government. That building belongs to the American people. That is our fucking building. Every single taxpayer, that building belongs to you. You have free access to it. Yes, if there are places that you can't go into, you can't go into. If they deem them to be classified or secure, being in people's actual offices and stuff, well, you can't just go in there and do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's common sense. Who raised you to think that you could just go put your feet up and do whatever the fuck you want in somebody's office? It's common sense. But the general areas, 
the rotundas or wherever the fuck I want to be should be accessible to me at any given point in time. And to make matters worse, that a lot of people are not showing, but go on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Go on YouTube, find the video. Actual officers, the Capitol Hill police officers, are opening the fucking door. They are posing and taking pictures with the quote-unquote protesters. They're taking pictures with them. They're opening the door. Why haven't we heard any type of, you know, uh, uh, disciplinary uh, actions towards those individuals? All this shit was a setup, folks. All of this was a fucking setup. The writing's on the wall. I mean, the arrows are everywhere. They're directing you to it. What are, What is it about it that you are not seeing? And I'm not talking to my everyday, all the time listeners. I know you, you folks, y'all, y'all understand exactly what the fuck I'm saying. You understand exactly what the fuck I'm saying. It's those new listeners that I'm talking to. The ones that think that the Democrats are just, you know, the godly, angelic-like people that they would never do anything bad like this. Folks, it was the biggest setup in history. Then you say, oh, well, Trump didn't respond fast enough. So? When the fuck do you think that a president has to respond to a protest like that? That's not his fucking job. That's the police job. That's the fucking mayor's job. That's the governor's job. Everybody else's job is that the president doesn't say, the president can make a simple statement that everybody need to calm the fuck down and go to fuck home. That's if they want to. There is nothing that governs them to fucking do that. But if you're the Capitol Hill police chief, if you are the Metropolitan police chief, whatever, whoever responded, That's on you. Everywhere you go, everything you do, there's a level of law enforcement there to protect the normalcy or, you know, the everyday life of the people that work there or that live there. They're the ones responsible for that. The president is not responsible for what happens in your town unless it's something that the federal government did. Or that he or she feels that they need to sign an executive order to help you all out. Or if your governor, your mayor, whoever declared a state of emergency and they send it up, then the president could sign off on that. He could say, fuck Congress, they don't want to do it, I'll fucking do it. I'll sign an executive order declaring a state of emergency, period. Period. And then it'll take a majority of the House and the Senate to fucking basically get, you know, disapproval, veto that fucking bill, which that ain't going to happen. If it's an actual emergency, nobody wants to be on the other end and be out there with we're the ones that, that fucking decided not to send you money. It looks bad, especially if you are looking to be a reelected or be in politics in general. But that whole event of January 6th was not Trump's fault. If he say, let's go down there and peacefully protest, it is what it is. Did you see Trump leading the way? Did you see him walking out in front of everybody directing them? Doing hand motions, you go here, you go there. You know where you're supposed to be. We for the cause all type of hell. That's not how it works. So they want to basically, you know, enact the 14th Amendment against him saying that, well, you cause, you know, an uprising basically is what the 14th Amendment is. You cause, you know, some type of anarchy or whatnot against the government, our laws, the Constitution, so on and so forth, shit that can be applied to the Democrats. But 
and Republicans. I'm, I'm looking at you, fucking Mitch McConnell. Fucking turtle. I'm looking directly at you. Fucking Mitt Romney, you son of a bitch. I'm definitely looking at you. What's that? What's that senator name from Arizona? That woman. You fucking bitch. The whole lot of you bitches. You fucking rhinos. But anyway, let me stay on track for a minute. So you basically want to enact this and say that he basically calls all of this and you're rushing it through. You all barely passed a bill to extend it for a week to keep the government afloat. Which, if I had it my way, I'll shut the motherfucker down. Period. Point blank, period. Now see, when I say shut it down, I think a system should be in place where if you're receiving any type of check, whether you're a veteran or Social Security or whatever it is, if money is due to you, or you are serving in the military, or even if you're working um, in the government to an extent, you know, like the federal government, like, you know, FBI, or State Department and stuff like that, you all should still get paid. You still got a duty to do this fucking, you know, you just keep working and, and then we'll pay you fucking later. Nah, that's called slavery. That's bullshit. You, we got a contract agreement and you need to fucking pay me my fucking money. Now, it shouldn't affect your money. But my thing is this. If I'm the president, I shut it down. You can't go into work. Meaning that you can work from home and do what you need to do from home. Everybody will have a laptop. You can do what you need to do. FBI still can do the active cases they got. They can't take on any new cases. I'm sorry. You're going to have to just deal with the cases that you are currently dealing with. Everybody is dealing with the current stuff that they're dealing with. You're not taking on anything new. Now, if you got people submitting claims for Social Security or what, you're going to process those. We're going to make sure you get those. But all this shit with the IRS and all this shit, no, no. They automatically take the fucking money out of our checks. So we don't need y'all fucking working. You still get paid. You still get paid. But say your motherfucking ass home. The building is closed. We're closing buildings. There will be no national tours to, to federal government property like fucking Capitol Hill. It's closed to the public. And I will kick out the senators and congressmen and women too. You can work from fucking home. Meaning that you have to be there to pass bills. To veto whatever the fuck you need to do, you have to do in office. And I'm shutting it down. I'm turning off the lights. I'm locking the fucking doors. You're still getting paid. But you are not taking on anything new unless it's something essential and beneficial to the taxpayer. Their social security. Their, their VA checks. Whatever is due to the, the public monetarily, they're getting their fucking money. That will be processed. But we're not doing anything at fucking the building, unless we need essential personnel. Like if you had to print them uh, chesa- uh, treasury checks or whatnot, well, that can't be printed from your home. Somebody actually has to be there uh, fucking, you know, making sure and QA in those checks and make sure that the accuracy of them. So I'll get a skeleton crew, you know, essential personnel or whatnot can actually be in the actual building for buildings like that. But other places were shutting the fuck down. We're shutting them down. 
National parks, we're shutting it down. Because this is my thing. You and I have to manage our fucking bills. We cut stuff to make sure that it fits within our budget. We, 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 we have to do what we have to do. We're paying an extra tax called inflation. Every single fucking day, we're paying an extra tax. The holiday season a little bit more scarce or whatever the fucking word, you know, it's not as full as it normally is. If you're buying Christmas presents and stuff, you may buy a couple, but you're not buying as many as you did years prior. And it's all because everything has increased in price. We have to find ways to balance our budget. But these motherfuckers can't balance a fucking budget to save their lives. You're trying to put in amendments to send more money to fucking Ukraine. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to what's going on over there, but Putin is, is, is swearing that he is bringing the fury of God down on Ukraine. He is going to bombard the motherfucking shit out of them. He's had a brief with all of his generals of all the different military services uh, either yesterday or sometime late last week. But they've been talking. Ukraine think that they've done something. You ain't done shit. You fell right into the web of fucking Russia. They're about to lay the smackdown upon them. And I know you hear stories about them using old weapons and all that shit, but I tell you what. You don't think that shit worked? Let me go get a landmine and put it in your front yard and see if that bitch don't fucking go off. I guarantee you that landmine will blow your ass the fuck up. I don't care what year it was created. Now, the only thing that needs to be done with old weaponry is this. It may explode on you. <laughs> Everything has a shelf life. You can't keep that shit for 200 years and expect to fucking put it in somebody's yard and they step on it and go boom. It will go boom. But it may go boom in your hand. It's unsteady. It's not safe after a, a certain point in time. But if Russia wants to use that, and let's say, you know, every nine out of ten fucking works, that's a lot of fucking missiles coming over their head. There's already people in Ukraine in the fucking cold. And I feel bad for them. There are innocent people that got nothing to do with this political bullshit between Russia and Ukraine and the United States. They ain't got nothing to do with it. They're caught in the fucking middle. They're trying to fucking provide shelter for their family, keep roofs over their head, fucking feed their family, and go by their day paying their fucking taxes, and they got a goddamn missile coming through their fucking, you know, the fucking the window in the living room. That's not cool. But what's not also cool is taking money away from me, away from my family, away from my country and giving it to them. Because at the end of the day, your obligation as my government is to take care of me before you take care of them. And if I'm not taken care of, you can't go fucking take my money and go take care of them. Fuck no. And then even in the bill they passed, they want to extend the time that Ukraine supposedly pays back the money. <sighs> extend the time that they pay back the money. Has anybody had any of your bill collectors say that they will extend your time indefinitely 
until you have the money or that you all could agree that it's time for you to start paying again. Now, they will shut your motherfucking lights off. They will leave your ass in the cold. They don't give a fuck. You ain't got that money for that rent or that mortgage. They're going to lock you out your motherfucking place of dwelling. That's what they're going to do. And you ain't got it? Cool. They're going to take you to court. They're going to fucking drag your ass over the coals. Take so much money away from you. And then throw your ass out in the street. Fuck you. But let's send billions of dollars over there to take care of Ukraine. All of fucking Europe sits there. And nobody really want to lift a hand to help that country out. But way across the goddamn fucking Atlantic Ocean. United States wants to help them out. Fuck no. Hell no. That's not our job. We're not the world police nor the world fucking bank. You can't come to us and say, well, hey, check it out. I need 800. This is how much they've already had. 800 billion. 800 billion dollars. If they didn't have money in the technology in the first place, what in the fuck makes you think that they're going to have the money to take care or pay that fucking bill? 800 billion dollars. 800. Ladies and I cannot express this enough. 800 billion American taxpayer dollars. If we all got a stipend or a check from the government to help us during this inflation, imagine how much money we could have or what we could do with $800 billion in this country. $800 billion to the 330 million Americans. $800 billion sent to Ukraine. And we want to extend their repayment. Their repayment. Normally when a bank gives you money for a loan or anything like that, they, they usually, you know, do a credit check upon you to make sure you even are able to pay them back. They actually shit like your monthly rent or your mortgage, your car, you know, your expenses and shit like that. Maybe even how much debt you got right now. And then they make a determination. You ask for this much, but based on your credit, we can give you what you ask or we can give you this amount or we could just deny. But somebody in Congress thought that it would be a good idea to have already given Ukraine 800 billion taxpayer dollars. <laughs> wow. That's a fucking a lot of money. That's almost a trillion fucking dollars. And they didn't have the billions in the first place. And we kept writing them a fucking blank check. And they have nothing to show for it. And this is just a war. Imagine the fucking recovery. How much they're going to need to rebuild their infrastructure. If Russia is, is tearing up their power plants, how much money is going to be needed to do that? 
to lay the wires, the ground, everything. They're going to try to get everything new now because, you know, you can't use the old shit because nobody makes the old shit anymore that they may have been utilizing. So they want all new shit. And who's going to make that shit? China. China always makes everything, right? Fucking China. So China's going to make money. So you're going to take American taxpayer dollars and give it to one of our fucking enemies, supposedly, right? Going to give them the fucking money. After what they did to the world with COVID, we're just going to go ahead and write a check to 800 fucking billion dollars to fucking China. The American taxpayer has to fucking make sure that they live within their means. They got to make sure that they pay their taxes, make sure they pay their monthly fucking expenses. But the federal government themselves can just write blank fucking checks that they don't have any fucking, you know, anything in writing to say that they're going to pay us back. Even if they do, they're going to default. What are you going to do? Go seize the country? Going to make it a fucking extension? Oh, my God. Whew. Oh, I'm all down these rabbit holes right now. But anyway, let's pull back a little bit. Let's, 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 get, out of, let's get out of Europe and let's all go to this island called Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. A territory of the United States. Have representation, but they have no type of legislative power. Just like Guam and the other territories that we have around this country. So, this these Dixie Democrats want to try to rush through statehood for Puerto Rico. It will fail, as it always will fail. This is my thing for Puerto Rico. You basically benefit from this country when you need benefit. However, just like Ukraine... So much money is sent to the island and it's mishandled or mismanaged. There's a ton of fucking corruption. Who was that the last time? I think the governor or mayor or whatever when that last hurricane came fucking stealing money and wouldn't give out water that was sent by the federal government of the United States. Obviously, she's trying to pocket the fucking money. That's just a small example of what happens on that island and why they are basically bankrupt. If the United States accepts them as statehood, the debt that they have currently will be absorbed into our deficit. And we all will be responsible for bailing out Puerto Rico now. Then they put it out there where they could become their own independent nation. Okay. They can't manage the money that we give them. And the money that they raise in taxes. We don't want them in statehood because they can't balance their own deficit. And until they get that balance, no state shall be taking care of another, um, you know, another state like that if texas goes in a hole do you think california gonna send us money to bail us out fuck no they're not they're not so why should we bail out puerto rico you want to be a statehood these are the requirements you got to have a surplus my friend and you can't be corrupt 
Period. It's that simple. You have all the luxuries of being part of America besides the United States. You have all the luxuries. And y'all can't even balance a fucking budget. Then you want to be an independent country. Imagine Puerto Rico as an independent country. And I have to build up their own military if they want a military. But that's a very small place to be on its own. You know what I mean? You don't want to be out there by yourself doing your own thing being that small. Especially since you can't ba balance a budget. If you could balance a budget, then you got a starting point. Then you just build on from there. I don't see the people wanting to do that. They enjoy just coming straight over to America when they want to. Because they're part of our territory. People from Guam, there, Bahamas or whatnot, they just fucking jump right into the States. As if they were leaving Louisiana, going up to fucking Connecticut. There's nothing to stop them. And that's the way it should be. But once you decide to become your own statehood, nah, that goes away, my Puerto Rican brothers and sisters. That goes away. Now there would be some obligations. We would have to build an embassy in Puerto Rico, so would every other nation. Just think about the space you have in Puerto Rico. If you ever been in Puerto Rico, you were born in Puerto Rico, you live in Puerto Rico or whatnot, think about the invasion of embassies being built in Puerto Rico. United States likes to have their own property. They're not going to go into an apartment building and have one office. No, no, no. Because a lot of people are going to want to go to the U.S. You got to have more people work there. I mean, you got to have a bigger facility. You see how prestige that Puerto Rico is right now. Imagine all of that being torn down and damaged to house structures of fucking embassies all over. Everybody would have to have an embassy there. There are, there are countries that have embassies there right now anyway. But imagine the, the influx of more. You, you don't want that. You don't want that. The easiest thing to do is to stay how you are now. Work on yourself and be better. Then once you are better, then you raise your hand and say, guess what? We're ready. We're responsible and we're ready. Then the American people will, will welcome you with open arms for the majority. I can't speak for everybody because you're going to always have those people that, that don't want. There are people that don't want taxes part of the United States. I don't give a fuck. Shit, we don't want to be. Let's be real. There's a lot of us that don't want to be. We could do all bad by ourselves. We don't need to be part of this bullshit. Because this is not the fucking country that was set up by our forefathers. Oh, no. Oh, no. And as, as history will show us, from the Roman Empire to the Greeks to the Babylonians, the 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 the... the you know, Genghis Khan, you know, the, the Mongolians, Russia, the empire that it was before, the kingdom, I should say, that it was before, England, 
the empire that it was before. All great empires have been dissolved. This country has been around since the 1700s. The late 1700s. 200 and, 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 and plus uh, years. How long do you think it lasts? If we keep being divided like this and having the federal government basically telling parents what they can and cannot do. Telling their kids they can be any sex that they want to. We'll chop you up right now. You ain't got to get your parents permission. We'll do it. Who the fuck told you that? When did you fucking join in on us making this baby? That wasn't three of us making this baby. That was only two. So there's only two people that should fucking ever say what happens to a child. Not the federal government today, tomorrow, or fucking ever. You don't ever have fucking say of what goes on with my child. They don't have a say what goes on with your child. And anybody that believes that the federal government should have a say on what goes on with somebody's child, motherfucker, maybe you shouldn't have kids because you don't know what responsibility is. But with a government just sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, money that we don't got that could be better spent here that's causing us to be in an inflation type of economy? Have y'all been paying attention to the stock market? Mm-mm. Bear, bear, bear. If you don't know what that means, you ain't paying attention to your 401k. Because when that motherfucker drops, so does your motherfucking 401k. You getting ready to retire, think that you put all this money in your portfolio. I hope you've been paying attention to it. I hope you've been watching what's been going on with it. I hope you see the deficit that you have today that you didn't have three, four years ago. Now you tell them, don't send your money, your portion to Ukraine, but put it in your 401k. See if they fucking do that for you. They don't give a fuck about you. You retire? Nah. Oh, well, you better do what you can with what you got. And what you got ain't a lot. How much more can we withstand, folks? Global pandemic. A president that the majority of the country does not support. A president that the majority of us think fucking uh, cheated to win that election. Well, you that's an oxymoron. Cheated and, and became president. A speaker of the house that's hell-bent on attacking a private citizen who did not cooperate with a president by no means. See, when you have a House or, or a Senate like that, that only supports party lines, how can you ever do what's best for the American people? The American people are all spectrums of the political realm. From Green Party to Independent to Republican to Democrat to fucking this party and that party, so on and so forth. You all have to do what's best for the American taxpayer. Not the political party. You see how the GOP was hit when they had to publish a report on 
fucking millions of dollars spent on fucking flowers. Bitch, you better take your ass to the dollar store. And guess what? Y'all can even wash those flowers. You can dust them off if you got to. But you spend a good hundred, two hundred dollars. I don't know. I don't know what where the fuck y'all getting flowers from that cost so much damn money. If that's the case, let me be the number one fucking grower for you. I grow every aspect of flowers that you want. And then you crisscrossing the country in all these planes and shit. Have you ever heard of American Airlines? Delta? Any any of them? I would put your ass on spirit. Since you didn't pay for it. You're going to pay for everything from the water to the air you breathe to the uh, fucking cushion so your ass can sit down. Don't matter. But you didn't pay for the initial flight. So you're going to pay for the rest. So that's what I got a problem with. I tell people this. When you get those emails from the GOP or the DOC, that money just goes towards the headquarters operations and function. Everything is a business. So that's why when people say they're part of a nonprofit organization, that's an oxymoron statement. You are a for-profit organization. The Susan B. Coleman, you know, breast cancer or whatnot, I'm going to say this, and I, and I want y'all to really give me a minute to explain this to you. It's a fucking scam. You watch the NFL, baseball, everybody turn all their stuff pink. Police departments turn all their stuff pink. They have all of these runs and fundraisers or whatnot. Have anybody ever looked at that portfolio of that company? They say they're nonprofit, but everything you're doing is for profit. You're not out there giving free information about breast cancer or this race or whatnot for free. People are paying into to participate in all of this stuff. They used to have it on the yogurts. When you bought the yogurts or whatnot, a percentage of that yogurt uh, cost went to that foundation. Obviously, you got to buy something in order for it to go there. Instead of you just writing a check to them, they have. You know, went with Dannon, hooked up with them, merged with them, and now got them printing off lids for them. That's a price. If you want to do business with my company, I'm not printing these lids off for free. What we're doing right now, I have to pay for. So you want some extra and want some color to it. Dude, I got to charge you for that. Guess where that money comes from? From the people. You participating in a race or giving to them. There are CEOs, there are chief operating officers, there are all type of directors and managers or whatnot of that company. It is a company. Don't mistake that. It is a company that ranks in billions of dollars a year. And one reason why they want to stay nonprofit for tax reasons, because they get to keep it all and they don't have to pay taxes on it. Think about that. You give your money, and that's all that you can afford a year. You know, you give them, you know, $100 or so. How much money towards your taxes can you claim as a donation when you do your taxes? You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to get no credit for that. 
you have to meet a certain cap with donations in order to get a percentage of that back, which most of us don't make or don't give to charity that much to reach that cap. So all the money we give, nobody give a fuck. Nobody give a fuck besides that nonprofit that we gave to. Think how much money that CEO or that company makes. You think they work for free? You think they sitting in the office or at home using their own laptop to run that corporation? You out of your goddamn mind. You are fucking stupid as shit. Huh. Huh. They're like any other CEO. They got an umbrella fucking package. They just don't advertise it. We're trying to fight breast cancer for, for women and even a, a certain percentage of men. Yes, ladies, men can get breast cancer. It's just not as common. What we have that you see as a chest. Well, some men don't have chest. I don't know what the fuck they got. They, they, they have fucking breast chest. They need a fucking bra. They shouldn't be walking around no goddamn shirt on. But anyway, that's breast tissue nonetheless. And with it being breast tissue, it can become cancerous. But my point is this. Not enough of that money that is going towards that corporation is going towards breast cancer. Think about $800 billion being spent on Ukraine. What if the government said, check it out. I'm tired of people dying of cancer. So we're going to hit the most common fucking cancers. And we're going to send or, 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 or generate and give billions of dollars to these these laboratories that are going to find a cure. If the government wrote that company a check for $800 billion, how much of that do you think actually goes towards the actual research for breast cancer? I would tell you, and I'm being conservative on this, less than 10%. Less than 10%. Because not only do you got to pay the people that work there, you have to pay for all the supplies of everything you're doing. That's why you advertise. That's why you get with the NFL and get a percentage. Because that month of October when or November or whenever, they're wearing all that pink and stuff. You know, you're getting with those other companies like Nike and everybody else to produce things that are pink. Gloves from everything. They're making money. But they got to pay for that. If you want your shit on my company's stuff, I'm going to charge you for that. Ladies and gentlemen, you give them $100, that $100 is not going towards the cure. 90 of that dollars is going for expense and, and, and for payroll. And for lights. And for the lease of the property. Everything. The maintenance of the building that the, 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 the headquarters run out of. It's not fucking free. $10 to go towards the lab. To try to find that breast cancer. If they wanted to find a cure for breast cancer, they would have. They would have already. This is the same human body that's been around forever and a day. Ain't nothing new about it. 
they can fucking end cancer if they wanted to. You can't have somebody like Jimmy Carter, 90-something fucking years old, and get stage three fucking cancer, and two weeks later, it's gone. Just gone. Cancer-free. Look at him. Oh! Cancer-free. Not that it's in remission. He's cancer-free. How? You're 90-something years old. Your body can't fight a fucking common cold, yet alone cancer? Two weeks and you're cancer-free? Man, get the fuck out of here. But let me not continue down these rabbit holes as I get this last podcast out. Let's let's go to, to the one that everybody wants to talk about. The Trump with the NFT fucking trading cards. Oh my God. What the fuck was that about? The big announcement. People were speculating. Oh, he's going to announce his VP choice. Hmm. I didn't I didn't think that that was going to happen. No. No, it's way too early for that. You got to see the field. You got to know who's running, who's not running. Who's not going to be the 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 fucking candidate for the Republican Party. You got to wait for that one. You don't do that shit this early. I mean, you you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but I I just don't see it this early. So I I I didn't think that that was coming down the pipeline. What 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 it was? I don't fucking know. I was waiting like everybody else. And then it read like a fucking infomercial. You want to want to fucking golf with me? Want to have a dinner? Cocktail? What? What the fuck you just say? You 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 want me to sign an autograph? Excuse me? What the fuck is this? Yeah, a fucking joke. That's what I took it as, a fucking joke. Because what follow when you're talking about policies and procedures and things that you would do on a technical aspect of stuff, that's what it. Sh- that's what we should talk about. It shouldn't be no major announcement or whatnot. You can do it through one of your rallies. You can do it through True Social. You can record a YouTube video, whatever the fuck you want to do. But you're selling to spend time with you. And yes, they did sell out. Congratulations. But that's your big announcement? Like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever fucking seen done. I've told y'all, it's not him, it's those people that are around him. But at the end of the day, it is him. Because you decide to let it happen. That's a... Oh, i put it to you like this. That stupid shit like that, that ain't going to get him elected. It's not. That's going to get him embarrassed on the fucking stage if uh, somebody like DeSantis decides to fucking run. If DeSantis decides to fucking run, that's going to complicate things for Trump. The the more he keeps doing stupid shit or if he do stupid shit like he did, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Anybody you run against, if I'm running against you, I'm going to say, how can you fucking elect this clown? He wants to sell you fucking trading cards at a premium. If you want to spend time with him, he wants to charge you an unreasonable amount of fucking money to spend time with him. 
What does that have to do with the American people? Inflation, Ukraine, the federal government, the IRS, the fucking COVID investigation, the corruption that our government, that's, woo, that just shows you how fucking tone deaf all these people are when it comes down to understanding what the American people want. They have no fucking clue. The mega party or the mega movement is bigger than Donald Trump. We just never had a real title for a party. The mega party is a good name for a political fucking party. You're a mega politic, a politician. So you have a big M in front of your name instead of a R or a D or I. You have an M. People say, well, it's a new party and you won't get that many people elected. You got to start somewhere. Because look how how many changes we we started from, from Federalist to fucking Whig, you know, to to uh, uh, eventually getting into the Republican Party and Democrat Party and all this shit. There's been a lot of different political parties in this country. Some outlast more, you know, than others. It is what it is. But you got to start somewhere. This notion that you don't start anywhere and afraid to fucking stick your toe in the fucking water or jump fucking head first in is bullshit. What we see right now is that everybody's out of touch with what the American people want. They're out of touch with what the American people need. They're not seeing it through the eyes or listening to the American people. They do everything to divide this country, to divide the political parties, to damn everybody. They allow something like a woke culture to fucking be able to penetrate in our country. They allow people to say that having story time with a drag queen is better than sitting with who else? Kurt Cameron. It's horrible to sit with Kurt Cameron, really, because he believes in the Bible. He believes in Jesus Christ. He believes in God. You can't sit down and have a story time with him with a book that teaches a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. And to teach religious values. You can't fucking do that. If he dresses up, get prosthetic titties, put on a dress and a fucking wig that no woman would ever fucking wear and an ass amount of fucking makeup on his face that no woman would put on their face besides Kim Kardashian. And he sits there and read a book to them and tell them that if you're a boy, you can be a girl if you want to. You can dress like me. Come sit on my lap or, or keep tapping where my dick is. Like the one did. They kept just tapping. And, and let me just giggle. <laughs> That's okay. But when it comes down to Christian values and the fundamentals of this country, that's a bad thing. If you don't like this fucking country, you can get your motherfucking ass up, take any of these goddamn flights and fucking leave. This world is big. Don't even send me a postcard. This a fucking peer. And if you want to represent the people of this country, you need to put them first. Not your own personal agenda or your personal fucking gain, Nancy Pelosi. You don't need to fuck over your own party or new people that come in with new ideas that are going to help this political party in the future, Mitch McConnell. This country is going to shit. 
We have the worst politicians ever. The worst news, if you want to even call it that. The worst movies. The worst celebrities. We are on the list for the worst of the worst of every fucking thing. It's all because of disconnect. Because those who have the means financially and a celebrity with them to influence rightness and justice in this country pick their battles and are biased in their stance in those battles. Well, what would 2023 have in store for us? How much more dumber can Joe Biden get? If Congress don't, you know, in the Senate, don't agree to pass the 14th Amendment to stop Trump from gaining political office, he still runs. Your January 6th hasn't yielded any results. And they're out of the door in fucking two weeks. We got a fucking government budget that's only good to next fucking Friday. Republicans say don't pass anything because Democrats want too much and they don't agree what Republicans want. And Republicans are taking control of the fucking House in January. It's customary to stop by the end of the year and not let it go over to next year. So there's no budget, but we got to balance our budget. We got to make sure that we pay our taxes so that our tax dollars can go to fucking Ukraine. Hmm. What a shit year 2022 has been. I hope your 2022 was, was better than mine. I hope your 2022 was a good year. And you can look back and say, damn, this was a good year. I don't want to let it go. But we get a fresh start in 2023. And you can bet that this year podcast will be on it like white on rice. I'm going to report the stories to you unbiased. Right now, what I'm seeing with the Republican Party, they're shit. They're just as bad as the Dixie Democrats. They all go at the end of the day, go pop a beer and laugh at all of us. That kumbaya in it in the fucking basement on Capitol Hill. You seen John Boehner crying for Nancy Pelosi's fucking picture. Fucking really? That man need to go get his fucking testosterone fucking check. He a sorry ass motherfucker. That's a sorry bitch right there, dude. Ah, he fucking weak as shit. That's weak sauce. But who knows what 2023 got in store for us. None of us are fortune tellers because if we were, we would be billionaires. And I would have Joe Rogan's, you know, listenership, um, you know, numbers. But I don't. I don't. So that's why I ask you all the time as we continue to grow and continue to, you know, push. I hate when this thing beeps in my ear with my five minutes left. It's so fucking annoying. I'm happy it does it in a way that way I won't just keep talking, but it fucking pisses me off. But nonetheless, I wish I did have Joe Rogan's fucking listenership, but I want to be bigger than Joe Rogan. And the only way that we're going to do that, if you all continue to listen, if you all continue to share, and you all continue to sponsor these here podcasts. And from the bottom of my heart, I hope that you have one of the best Christmases 
Even if you don't have a lot of presence or whatnot, it's not about that. It's not your celebration. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about his birth. How would you feel if it was your birthday and nobody gave you presents, but they exchanged presents while you sat up there with nothing? Celebrate the Lord. Celebrate that you're six feet above ground, that you get to see another day, that you have your family, that you still have those who didn't, you know, that, that wasn't lost this year. There's a lot of people that lost a lot of people. I know somebody that literally lost somebody, three people in three weeks. Back to back to back. Unfucking believable. Right here towards the end of the year. Be thankful for what you have and what can be. Think bigger. Think about everybody else. Don't think about yourself. But do take time for yourself too, because you are just important as anybody else. I want to have you all here next year on this podcast listening to me. Talk about these Dixie Democrats and these fucking corrupt ass Republicans. I want you here. But we need that sponsorship. Whether it's 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 a month. And thank you to those who do sponsor us. I wish I wrote your names down, but I'm always backwards and reactive and whatever. Uh, I apologize. I will get your names. I keep saying that. And I will put it on the podcast. But I, I thank each and every last one of you that support us. And, and if you can't support us financially, just share. Share this podcast. And to all my international listeners, I wish you all the best to. I know we got listenership in Ukraine. And my hearts and prayers are with you all. Nobody deserves any anything like that that's going on, especially when you had nothing to do with it, when the, the politics at B can't get along. We all, the people, get fucked. You all getting fucked by having bombs and shit coming to your house every day, and we're getting fucked over here with the highest inflation and being raped and having our money go elsewhere, and we're going to be indebted forever and a day. There are generations of people that are not even born that's going to have to pay for this debt, and that's not fair. We have some of the most corrupt politicians here in this country. But 2023 offers a new opportunity for us all to stop bitching about it and actually be about it. It's time that we, the listeners, start stepping up and start challenging the status quo. If we got to start a new party, well, so fucking be it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last podcast for 2022. I thank you for everything, all of the support, all of the comments, everything you've done. This has been a fantastic year so far as for the podcast. I love being back. I love each and every last one of you. I thank you. For always tuning in and sharing. Please, please sponsor this podcast. I wish you the best towards the end of this 2022, and I wish you the best in 2023. God bless us all. God bless the United States. God bless whatever country that any of y'all are in. I will see you in 2023. And for the final time of 2022, I'm out.